due to the graphic nature of the topic in this episode, listener discretion is advised. It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back. We are on episode 10. We are? On episode 10, yes. We're in the double digits now. Dang. Of Atypically Topical. I am Josh. And I'm Mindy. And um, we're excited because, well, first of all, we're on episode 10, so that's a milestone. Very small one, but it's still cool. Yeah. And uh, also, we're going to be talking about murder today, which mm-hmm. I know you're uh, you're big into murder stuff. Well, we kind of both are. Yeah, I was more into it in like a few years ago, and I still I still like it. Just like you know, <laughs> still how, like murder. You, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. But um, <laughs> true crime stuff and like yeah the stories behind. Yeah, and it's just like I don't know. It's just I like the psychological aspect of it more yeah. than like anything else about mm-hmm. the crime and um so it's i don't know it's yeah i mean murder and true crime stuff has like exploded in the last what like 10 years mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like uh you know making a murder was huge and then my favorite murder which is you know like your favorite podcast yeah. i listen and, to it and serial yeah serial yeah that was a big one serial killers there's there's a lot of <laughs> yeah and then there's a lot of like i guess episodic or like murder cases, mm-hmm. um, podcasts and stuff. We're not trying to bandwagon off of it, but what, what kind of are those? we are a little bit. <laughs> no, just for this episode, we're we just wanted to kind of discuss it since it's such an intriguing uh, topic to to go over. Yeah. And um, so we we did our usual thing. You got your, I guess, murder from the past, and I'm gonna get into a story, a recent one, and we'll do our normal segments. And uh, let's jump into it. Okay. Well, I chose this one because it's kind of like, I wouldn't say like a hometown, but it happened in Philadelphia. And so, uh, you know, I used to live I used to live in our north of Philly, and, uh, yeah. you know, I used to go to Philly all the time, and um, Philly was really fun and exciting, mm-hmm. and it has a Chinatown, which Chinatown doesn't, um, which I'm very sour about, but... <laughs> Austin doesn't either. In Houston. What is with Texas? Anyways. Um, Sweet and sour about? I'm sorry, I'll edit that out. Andrew, edit that out. Anyways, so this is. Um, so is this a story that you knew, like, right when we were going to talk about it, you were going to do it, or did you. I. Because there is another murder that happened that did happen near my hometown. It was like, we used to, like, where the people got murdered is like the same way we used to go to church every Sunday. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Did it become like but, a mythical thing? Like people would say you could hear, you know? Yeah, like did nothing happened in yeah. this place. And then like this shit happens and everyone's like freaking out. But it happens too recently, so I can't do it. It happened like maybe a year <laughs> or two ago. Oh, okay. So, um. Yeah, there was a story here. I think it was in San Antonio a long time ago where like... Uh, if you would park on some railroad tracks or something, uh, you would see like kids' fingerprints, like they trying to push you off it to save you or something. Like they were ghosts. I don't no. know if you ever heard about that, but that was really that sounds familiar, and I don't like it. <laughs> okay. I don't like ghost stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I just got, I just thought of that because yeah. uh, people would like go to that area like it was some kind of tourist thing, but it's like mm, no, I wouldn't deal I with that. Yeah, no, I don't like I'll those things. <laughs> There's a ghost in my room back home, but like I try to repress. <laughs> it's I like I try to repress everything that's happening because I don't want to think about like my room being haunted or my house being haunted because it was a pretty old house and. Oh yeah, I need to write this down. Future episode ghosts. Um, so anyways We'll do that in the morning sometime <laughs> We'll record that Sure Okay, go ahead Okay, so this is about Gary Heidnick I don't know if you heard of him How do you spell his last name? H-E-I-D-N-I-K Okay Heidnick? I just wanted to see it spelled out Yeah Heidnick, yeah Heidnick, Heidnick, whichever one No one cares Doesn't He's a matter. terrible person yeah. Um, so, okay, so he was born November 22nd, 1943 in East Lake, Ohio. Um, his parents got divorced when he was four because his mom was an alcoholic. So, surprisingly, it's not the fat dad's fault. Yeah. <laughs> um, as Breaking the gender stereotype. Exactly. Women can be alcoholics too. <laughs> um, so, um, as a result of this, him and his brother Terry went to live with their father, um, who later remarried, um, their stepmother, and um, when it comes, it came to conflicts between the the kids and the stepmom. The dad would always go with the stepmom because he was not a good dad. Yeah. Um, so he would punish um, the dad would punish him severely when he wet the bed by hanging the soil sheets from yeah. See, that's one thing we learned from all the murder stuff we listened to. They always have a head injury or um, wet the bed. Or abuse, or all of the above, right? Yeah, and, and and I still don't get about the bedwetting thing. Like, I get the abuse, I get yeah. the head trauma, I get the hurting animals. Yeah, but, oh, like, yeah, that one too. But why does soiling the bed have to do with anything? I don't know. I'll Google it one day. It'll be our P episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Maybe we run out of specific topics. Just a P episode? <laughs> Mm. It's typically topical. Episode ninety nine. Piss. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be episode one and then number two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so he would hang the, his soiled sheets uh, from his bedroom window so like everyone could see, um, and he even dangled him out of the window, shaking him by the ankles. So not. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just to punch him. A mob <laughs> shaking down someone. <laughs> it's like he's like a bully trying to get change yeah. out of him. Um. Anyways. So when he was a kid, he fell from a tree, smashing his skull and suffering a misshapen cranium. Hmm. And this is a this is is believed to be the cause of behavioral aberration. So there's the head trauma mm-hmm. right there. And his schoolmates used to call him football head because of it. And this is before football head. Yeah, it was before Harry Arnold. <laughs> so they were like the originators, I guess. Yeah, it's awful, but whatever. Um, so when he was 18, he dropped out of high school and enlisted in the army. And he began stationed in West Germany um, during the summer of 1962. And was dis- no, he was honorably discharged after a year because of a disability pension that because he was diagnosed with schizo- schizoid personality disorder. Mm. So mm-hmm. the guard was like, "You're crazy." Yeah. So the German army. Yeah, you're good. Um, well, not the German army. He was with the Americans, but he was stationed in West Germany. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. I was just thinking back to his last name. <laughs> sounds, oh, okay. Well, Heidnick isn't really German, I guess, either. Oh, just sounds European in some way. Yeah, it sounds white. Yeah. 
Um, so in 1964, he started taking nursing classes in Philadelphia, completing them after a year and receiving an internship at Philadelphia General Hospital. I think he went to um, the University of Pennsylvania, which is a very, very hard school to get to. And I think the reason why he was able to get to that is because he had like a super high IQ, so he was super smart. Hmm. Is it? Do you know if it's mostly medical stuff that they or like? Um. Yeah, they do medical stuff. They, they they do a bunch of stuff. Like it's a wide range of things, but. Um, yeah, part of it is medical. Oh, okay. I mean, Donald Trump went there, unfortunately, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> anyways. So, um... So, he he was very suicidal during that time. Um, he committed... He tried to commit suicide after his mom committed suicide by overdosing on medication and alcohol. Um... And... Um, so, there's, there's degrees of suicide, like, very suicidal kind of yeah. dabbles a bit yeah it's, it's a technical term it's in psychology <laughs> okay yeah and I, I know that because i'm a professional psychologist yeah Most oh, yeah. yeah i am a professional yeah that's true never thought it's, of it that way yeah that, <laughs> I was, it's actually funny because um we have paraprofessionals in the schools mm -hmm. and i'm like am i a paraprofessional or am i just a professional but i think i'm just a professional oh, okay so that's cool yeah that's cool and only 25 so yeah. there you go there you go Anyways. Everybody out there wondering how old Mindy was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, so um, so after incorporating the United Church of the Ministers of God, he founded the Church of Heidnik and was ordained as a minister. Uh oh, founding your own church named after yourself. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. good. Yeah. So he received $1,500 as an investment um, and by the end he the church made at least half a million dollars so it was, he made the money I guess mm -hmm. in 1976 he stole he sold his house and purchased another three-story house and rented it out to rented out two floors which he moved into he moved up mentally disabled girlfriend and Juliet Davidson and where he began living a successful life so there's like a he has a history of really um, taking advantage of mentally disabled women because nice. he's an asshole and mm -hmm. so um, so he later assaulted one of the house tenants and in 1978 he had his first child a daughter named Maxine um, with his girlfriend and later abducted her sister who was also mentally disabled um, from an institution in Harrisburg yeah um, so he was later Arrested and charged with aggravated assault, then multiple charges of, of abduction, rape, when the woman was found chained to a basement. While aggravated assault, assert, ass, aggravated assault charges were dropped, he served three to seven years in prison for other charges. It was released in April of 1983. Um, so in 1984, he purchased a third house um, and began advertising his church, and in the following he married a male order, order bride like uh, Betsy Disto from the Philippines. Okay. Um, but however, the marriage was short-lived. Well, you found, don't say. Well, he found when she found him sleeping with three other women. At the same time. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. So he was. He, she knew like I gotta get out of this shit. Yeah. Um. That's only the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. And in addition, he also forced his wife to watch. Well, he had sex with other women, 
so that's kind of a deal breaker too. And just to set, just a side note. Yeah. Um. So and then so he she left, and then like she was like calling him up from the Philippines, I guess, because he she had a um, son from him. Cause mm-hmm. she, I guess she was pregnant at the time. Yeah. And uh, so she was just like, give me money, and so yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so after kind of that kind of situation he started having the desire to have like sex slaves mm. in his house so that's not good um no so he began a series of abductions and rapes in 1986 um so like his kind of like mo i guess you would say is like he par- primarily got african-american women in their like teens and mid-20s and he abducted abducted them like get like by getting them to his house and attacking them or drugging them. Um, yeah. And so and a lot of these women are sex workers as well. And so, you know, it's it, it was easier for him to get them in his house and, yeah. because of that. So it's fucked up. And mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so he tortured a lot of them using by ripping them, beating them, shocking them, forcing them to have sex with each other as he watched. and hanging them by their wrists. Shocking? Uh, shocking, like... Yeah, but, like... How? <laughs> oh, well, had some kind of prod? It was like an electric cable, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, I don't know why that's the one I focused on. They're all bad. <laughs> yeah, they're all t- equally as terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... On November 25th, um, he picked up Josefina Rivera, a part-time African-American prostitute, or a sex worker, uh-huh. And took her to his house. After having sex with her, he choked her into unconsciousness before chaining her up in his basement. He then dug a pit in his basement floor, and Rivera was put into the pit, which is covered on a weighted board as she tried to escape or misbehave. So just like imagine like this poor mm. woman in like a little hole. Yeah. It's like that must be like the fucking scariest thing. It's like a Kill imagine. Bill situation, mm-hmm. except she was like in a coffin or something. Yeah, and she and, and she didn't have that power to. Yeah, she was in like a badass. <laughs> yeah. To like well, somehow you get. Know that. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, let me find out about that. Um. So. Okay. So. Okay. But the board. Okay. So on December third, nineteen eighty six, he abducted mentally disabled Sandra Lindsay, whom, whom she got pregnant previously. But she had an abortion, so she never had the kid, mm-hmm. which like made him really angry because I think what he was trying to do was he was trying to have like all these kids to like follow, to, so like oh, give yeah. you like their leader Church or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's awful, but yeah, um, it's not how so. you get a following. No, you no, it's not. Like I want more listeners, but I'm not about to go sleep with a bunch of women and try to get. You better not. <laughs> Uh, so, he fed the two women irregularly and kept them half-naked and raped them repeatedly throughout the time they were there. On December 23rd, he brought 19-year-old Lisa Thomas over to his home. He drugged her with wine and put her in the basement with the other women. A week later, in January 1967, he abducted Deborah Dudley. Um, during her period in captivity, she would try to defend herself against Heidnick uh, by was beaten and put in the pit with the others. So she was like, everyone Everyone else was like, kind of just 
going along with what he was doing because mm-hmm. if they didn't, they would get punished and they wouldn't be given any food. So they just kind of went with it. But this chick was like, uh-uh, fuck that shit. Yeah. And rebelled and stuff, but... This reminds me a little bit of the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt situation. <laughs> All the women were, like, kept in his Oh, home. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, he wasn't doing as, as bad stuff to them, I, I wouldn't think, but it kind of sounds like that, because he was, like, a cult kind of guy, right? Yeah, sort of like that. He didn't really yeah. get Except, a following And, it, and that all. was a comedy yeah. <laughs> show. That was, yeah, this is not this funny. This is not funny, yeah. Um, so, after that abduction... Um, he like humiliated the four women more by forcing them to have sex with each other and made mm-hmm. them eat dog food. Just not great. Wow, well, why? Because he's a terrible person. Yeah. On January 18th, he abducted um, Jacqueline Askins. And on February 7th, he became angry with Lindsay um, for a reason they don't really know. And it, he punished her by hanging her by like one of her wrists from a roof beam for two days. She developed. She developed a high fever and died the next morning. So yeah. That's. That's not a good way to go, man. No. Um. Sad. He then took her body upstairs, dismembered it with a power saw, put her head in a cooking pot, and cut out her flesh. Her flesh. Yeah. And then he fed some of her parts to his two dogs and the rest of the captives. Oh my God! Hold on. Slow down there. I need to. I need, I need to process that. I mean, when it first, like, <laughs> those poor women have to eat human flesh, and those poor dogs, too. I like, know. I mean, they didn't sign up for this. Yeah. So they, so they had to eat dog food, and the dog had to eat people. People. <laughs> just people. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say people food, but no, it's just people. And that's, like, that's why, like, dogs are the greatest, and, and it's, <laughs> and it's, no, but because it's, like, they, like, are so, like, loyal and, like, they can like love like the most terrible people, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about this situation being an example of their being great, but I get what you're trying to say. Yeah. Okay. Because it sounds like you're saying, well, they'll even eat people if they have to. Yeah. <laughs> to no, show they, loyalty. Yeah. But they don't know any better. Yeah, they don't know any better. Poor, poor puppies. Poor puppies. <laughs> Anyways, um, so a couple of days later, the neighbors complained there was a terrible smell. And the, pe- and the police came and um, investigated, and he said that during interrogation that he had just burned his food. Oh, okay. Oh, easy solution. So after that, he bribed his captives into telling one another, um, onto telling on one another. Okay. So yeah, like ratting out. Yeah. So Josefina Rivera told him that the others had planned an attack. To attack him and escape. As a result, he made them deaf by driving screwdrivers through their eardrums. Jesus. Heidnick started. Very graphic. Yeah. He started to apply electrocution to all the cactus except Rivera because she ratted, um, and like he, he she started to like aid them in the tortures. So, I think that like I can't you can't really like blame her too much mm-hmm. to this because you know she's trying to survive. Right. Um, so she also had other privileges after apparently becoming his favorite, including being occasionally allowed upstairs to watch a movie or being allowed to be raped in, more, in a more comfortable environment. Which, no, how kind of him. Put a pillow out for her, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Eventually, on March 19, 1987, he, he took... He died. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> he took Deborah Dudley um, 
to the cellar, threw her, her in a water-filled pit, and fatally electrocuted her due to her resistance. So, like, that yeah. the one woman that was, like, rebelling against right. him, yeah, he, she died. Damn. Um, he and Rivera later disposed of her body, later abducting Angus Adams to replace Dudley. So, on March 24, 1987, Rivera asked, um, for, asked for his permission to be allowed to visit her family, um, possibly assuming that she had fallen under Stockholm Syndrome. Therefore, believing that she would not run to the authorities, so he allowed it. However, Rivera went home and told her boyfriend hmm. uh, what had happened and called 911, and then he was arrested. Okay. So, yeah, so she, she was in the Way to go, yeah. trusting her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like he, uh, he, he was kind of cocky about it. Or he watched, uh, um, what's a movie called, uh, Beauty and the Beast, and was like, this is the same thing that's happening, right? Oh, <laughs> Stockholm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so on June 1988, he appeared for the first time in court. For his defense, um, he made the unlikely claim that the woman he abduct- abducted oh. had been in his basement when he moved into the house, which is like... <laughs> what? <laughs> they were here when I got here. Yeah. I'm like, if I was a juror, it's like... Let's think about that for a yeah. second. Uh, no. You need to think of a better better lie. If you're going to lie, think of a good lie. Like when you were seeing the house, they just skipped over that part. <laughs> I'm like, oh, just don't, don't mind that noise like, down was there. Was anyone murdered here? It's like, no, nope, no one's murdered here. All right, let's go. That's, yeah, that's well, why do I hear knocking down? No, don't worry about that. Some woodpeckers. There's woodpeckers in the house? It's like, just yeah. Woodpeckers, okay? Okay, I caught $5,000 off. Yeah, why did that woodpecker just yell help? <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so he tried to claim that he was legally insane, but was rebutted by the fact that he had earned half a million dollars in the <laughs> stock market, which, I mean... It's hard to do when you're insane, I guess. Yeah. On July 1st, he was convicted of two counts of first-degree murder and five kidnapping, six rape, four aggravated assault, and one involuntary... Def- Defe- no, deviant sexual intercourse charges, which I didn't know was a thing, but that's like a horrible version of like that Christmas countdown song. How, how many of each was it again? It was like it oh. was almost like <laughs> two counts of first degree murder. <laughs> I got what you're saying now. <laughs> yeah, read it over again. Two counts of first degree murder, five kidnapping. Five kidnappings, two six, murders. Six rapes and four. Oh, it's we're going out of order. <laughs> Yeah. We'll work on the song later. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cut it out later and uh, isolate it. Okay. <laughs> what is that song even called? Um, 12 Just, Days of Christmas? Oh, yeah. that's That sounds right. I couldn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it ends with um, a one involuntary deviant sexual intercourse. So it's kind of long. Yeah. we got to shorten that. <laughs> and that. what? Yeah, I don't know. One, one involuntary, involuntary course. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh, and he was sentenced to death. Okay, that could be the last thing. And And one dead piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So on December 31st, while waiting execution, he attempted to commit suicide by overdosing on trozine, um, which I don't know what that is, but he did that, and he fell into a coma Ah. for a little bit. But then on April 15th, 1997, I guess he woke up, and he was scheduled to be executed by lethal injection. Uh, but the last minute repeal was filed, leading to a hearing to determine his mental capacity. Um, June, t- June 25th, 1999, the state Supreme Court affirmed the death sentence, and on July 6th, 
You think executed by lethal injection, so... Hmm. Oh, I wish he was electrocuted. That would have been justice. Yeah, or a screwdriver through the ear. Yeah. So that's... Or that's cooked. that piece of shit. Yeah. Or headnick, or heatnick, whatever. Yeah, that's, uh... Wow. Yeah, we're gonna have to put a dis- listener discretion message in the yeah. in the intro here, because that's uh, some graphic stuff. Yeah, and it's just like it's. What also... year did it have his year that he died? In uh, nineteen ninety nine. So he was ninety nine. Okay, so he was he was fifty five when he died. Okay. And it's just well, like he didn't get to see Y two K at least. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of sad too because you like, you know, she, it's like these like shit people that take advantage of like yeah. women that are like more disadvantaged. Like, no one really. You're already like, like, yeah. No one airs about like African American women or kill other like women of like, of, like indigenous women or like people who are like are sex workers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people like, oh, like a teenage white girl is going to get more media attention than them when mm-hmm. it comes to like media coverage and then like kind of sucks because like they you know they deserve to have the same amount of airtime as like some white chick yeah. not saying that like white chicks being murdered is, isn't terrible but yeah it's just like how fucked up the news is mm-hmm. you know yeah damn so yeah it's so. some dark stuff yeah, sorry about that. Case. No, it's okay. That's what the episode's about. Yeah. But we, I, I can make it a little uh, lighter now because right, you know the next segment is where we uh, talk about the great state of Florida and the crazy stuff that happens over there. Oh yeah. Oh, not I, related to this at all. No. <laughs> and not even to murder. But um, you forgot what, what were we gonna say? I always forget. Do we start with the one where it's asked the questions or? Uh, no, questioning Florida is usually before. I think. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, just, just even if it. it's a it's a good way to kind of <laughs> transition to something happier um, in our questioning Florida segment. So, you know how this works. I'll read you a headline. You get to ask me a question. Honestly, you can ask me a question, but I feel like I'm going to read the whole thing anyways, just because it's funny. Yeah. Maybe we'll do it that way. Florida man breaks into home, gets naked. Cook spaghetti. Interesting. <laughs> That's the headline. So, what's the first question that jumps out to you, if uh, if you have one? Mm, <laughs> I guess my question is like, did they know the house, or did they just break into a random house and just make spaghetti? Okay, that, I think that should be in here. So let me read it. An elderly woman. This is in um, Vero Beach, Florida. An elderly woman said a man broke into her home, got naked, and made himself a plate of spaghetti. And then my next question would be like, what kind of spaghetti? Yeah, I don't think that's like marinara or Fredo. Yeah. <laughs> Samit Irving, 29, was arrested for an outstanding warrant and charged with felony burglary, theft, and exposure, uh, exposure of sexual organs. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's a common thing in Florida. Yeah, I feel. Like, I don't know why, but I always. I thought like the person that did this would be older. Yeah. Twenty nine. Yeah. Was young. So you're old enough to know better, but also, yeah, if you're like sixty something and maybe you're getting senile or something. Yeah, that'd be (laughs) that make it more okay, but. Yeah. So it happened. um, It was in the evening. This was in July of this year, so not that long ago, like a month ago. Incident happened on Monday at approximately 6:05 p.m. when a woman flagged down law enforcement. 
She told deputies that he ran into her house, shut the door, and said, don't say anything. The police are after me and are outside right now. I can't leave. Wait, so did he get there naked? <laughs> no. Okay. So He took his clothes off. <laughs> yes, that's, that comes up next. While inside my house, he began to make himself something to eat. He boiled some water and made himself a bowl of spaghetti that I did not allow him to have, obviously. And a woman told deputies... Um, See, that's just not hospitable, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like if he approached it the right, the right way, maybe, uh, she would have been more welcoming to yeah, him. Yeah, like, do you want some spaghetti too, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or just run, didn't run in saying the police are after me. He then undressed, washed up in her bathroom, then walked around the house naked. She says, he got fully undressed in front of me, walking around the house naked, making me feel uncomfortable, obviously. Did he at least clean the dishes? <laughs> I don't think it, it shows that here, but... She told the police, uh, after finishing his meal, then he got dressed, and then he fled the house. The woman then ran outside and flagged down a deputy who was searching for him already. A few sheets over, he was, uh, he was arrested... And, they t and he tried to tell them he was at a friend's house where he ate spaghetti and bathed. <laughs> However, he was unable to provide the friend's name or how they met, so obviously he was <laughs> bullshit. And uh, as of this article, he was being held at, in jail without bond, so. Interesting. There's, there's uh, yeah, I just had to read that one because uh, so many questions. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, we're not going to get into that. I'm just yeah, going to leave it like that. Uh, Let's leave that as the shortest segment, <laughs> and we'll get into, uh, get right into Spot the Fake here. So, I, I, w I didn't really want to find, like, stories related to murder and, like, make up my own, like, I feel yeah. like I would be insensitive, but I did find ridiculous serial killer nicknames. Oh, okay. And I felt like that would be... Uh, good because it's not insensitive to <laughs> people that were murdered. We're just making fun of jackasses. Yeah, so I did find a list, and I again I made up one, and then two are real, and okay. I'll tell you about the two. And I'm gonna try not to give it. I should just not look at you. I feel like you're reading my face or something. I'm gonna put this. I have a little game here. That's what I do. I, I observe people and exactly. Yeah. So I'm covering my face with the board game right now, so she can't see it, and I'm gonna read and. Uh, we're gonna see if, you know, which one's fake, okay? Well, it's not really appropriate that you're holding a game called Suspicion. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever, it was, it was right next to us. Okay, you ready? Sure. In no particular order. Okay. These are ridiculous serial killer names. A. The High Heel. B. The Doodler. C. The Giggler. So it's mm -hmm. A. Which one is a real... Serial killer nickname, or which so, two are real and which one's fake? The high heel, the doodler, and the giggler. The which giggler. one did I make up? I feel like the doodle, oh no, the high heel might be real because like people have like foot fetishes and <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh, I don't know why I'm still holding this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still holding the game up, like I can't look at you the rest of the. Um, okay. So it's between, um, what was the other thing? Uh, between the doodler and the giggler. Mm, I'm gonna say the doodler is the fake one. Okay, so final answer, doodler is fake. Alright, let me get into the first real one. And this was uh, around June 15th in 1969. A man who laughed and identified himself as the giggler 
called the Boston Police Department to report the body of a dead man in a construction site. That sounds like the weird cousin of the Joker. Or the Riddler. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he led law enforcement to discover the corpse. The call had been placed by Kenneth Harrison, um, which was the the man's killer and the person who had murdered a six-year-old girl years earlier in 1967 by throwing her off a bridge. That's fucked up. I know. Before he was captured, he killed two more victims in 1969. Thankfully, he was arrested after a witness remembered seeing him near the area where Martin's body was found. That was another victim. Um, Does he let a kid, too? And he confessed to killing the boy. Yeah, it says the boy, so I imagine. As well as the other murders. He, he named himself the Giggler because I guess he would just... Well, he had a weird laugh, I don't it's, know. It's sad <laughs> when you name yourself and yeah. it's a terrible name. I, yeah, I'm the Giggler, guys. <laughs> See, he's going to get shanked in jail. Yeah, well, good thing is he was uh, he was given one life sentence in 1970 and then three additional in 1972, but in 1989 he took his own life by overdosing on prescription meds in Bridgewater State Hospital. So. That's cool. Yeah, and then the next one, let me read about it. From January 1974 to September 1975, 14 men, most of them members of the gay community, were stabbed to death in San Francisco, California, leading many to attribute these murders to a single perpetrator. I just see your face like you're waiting. (laughs) Officials believe the killer met most of his victims in gay bars and restaurants in the city's Castro district, and the unidentified perpetrator was given the nickname The Doodler. Because he reportedly drew portraits of men on cocktail napkins before murdering them. I, like, since when you said gay people, I, I like... You thought even more it was like... I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes uh, sense. Really, yeah, it does. I really got you on this one, finally. Uh, the jeweler has never been identified. He, The authorities believed he murdered his last victim um, in 1975. So, I mean, I'm sure he's long gone by now, but, yeah, apparently he would just meet them at a bar and kind of hit on them and and draw their portraits on a napkin and kind of get his in on that way, like, hey, like check a, out what I can do, guys. Like a shittier Leonardo DiCaprio on Titanic, I guess. Yeah, a lot shittier. Um, yeah, so those, yeah, the doodler and the giggler. Yeah. And, of course... The one I made up was the high heel. So because I could, I could picture someone using a high heel to kill someone. <laughs> yeah, or just being called the high heel because they murdered people in like high heels. In high heels, or that seems like it's very they, hard to do. Or they were dressed in high heels, like the victims were always wearing high heels, or he would hang them up by their heels. I don't know. There's a lot of. I don't know why I'm putting so much thought into this. Let's get into my story. Okay. Here. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, all right, mine. A lot lighter than yours. It's it's not even that much a murder story so much as an epic fail by a, a, a man. Okay. So no one dies? Uh, someone dies. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, let me just... Um, I kind of had... So I got this from... It was a UK uh, news site, but it did happen in Florida also. Um, mirror.co.uk. Um, so investigators were left puzzled after... Alan Abrahamson, 71. Abrahamson? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It's like, just cut it short. Abraham is fine. Or, or Abra. Uh, Abra. <laughs> he was found dead with a gunshot wound to the heart in an open field. Hmm. He was found by a dog near his home in Palm Beach, Florida. 
on January 25th. And, and this one, um, I believe it, it was of this year. Hold on, I, I need to pull up the site real quick. Yeah, but uh, it, yeah, this was in, so the story was July. So this was like last month. But, mm -hmm. um, so anyways, police initially believed that um, he had been murdered, but they drew a blank on a motive and a suspect. Detectives didn't find a gun or shell casing, and there was no sign of a struggle, and didn't appear he'd been robbed because he had his phone and his cash. So, this almost sounds like one of those, like, riddles, or, like, puzzles, you know, like, how did this guy die? Or, like, yeah. something that would be on a detective show. Because, like, I would, you know, from that information, I would think maybe he was just dumped there or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, police began a six-month investigation into what may have happened by first digging into his online activity. Mm. Internet history searches found that he had ordered a helium weather balloon on Christmas Day last year and a large helium gas tank two days before his death. Well, I'm sure he was planning to do something fun. <laughs> right? Yeah. Any ideas yet? <laughs> uh, maybe he was going to get high off helium or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just die that way? Well, no. Well, he uh, had the gunshot yeah. thing, but... I don't know, can you get high on helium? I don't know, I don't think so. Something bad happens. I know you're not supposed to suck helium for that long. Yeah. But also, like, if he was, how would he, because there was no gun, so, like, how would he shoot himself? And If he just got high and then shot himself? <laughs> I don't know, you're yeah. the one supposed to tell me what yeah. happened. <laughs> well, I was just wondering what your theory was. Okay, analyst searches on his phone and computer discovered that as far back as 2009, he had been researching suicide methods and the payload of weather balloons. I don't know what that even means. The payload of weather balloons? And what, maybe how far, how, like, high it can go? Yeah. I don't, know. I don't know. As the police continued researching, they found an episode from the TV show CSI in 2003. <laughs> Good old CSI. <laughs> where a man took his own life with a gun tied to balloons to make it look like a murder. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Uh, upon all this evidence... I feel like this is just, like, way too complicated to commit suicide. Like, yeah. Just, like, shoot so, yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, there. so they give a reason for what he was trying to do. Upon all this evidence, um, this evidence, police believe he used a gun tied to a weather balloon to make his death look like a murder. They believed he was trying to state his suicide as a murder so that his family would receive a full life insurance payout. Well, that makes sense. And, uh, yeah. Um, but, okay, so if he did use a weather balloon to, like, tie the gun, make it shoot him, like, well, the balloon has to pop eventually. Yeah. Like, wouldn't, I guess, not really. I don't know, I understand how physics works. But <laughs> you, you'd think the gun would land somewhere mm -hmm. in that area. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe not in the area. I feel like the wind would carry it a good amount, especially maybe. being maybe in Florida by... Um, the water, I guess. By that would suck if like the the gun fell and it landed and hit someone. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of awesome. Or just like, yeah, that would be just like hit That's someone like on the bad head. luck. Yeah, it hit his family member. <laughs> he was trying to help. <laughs> just goes off. So detective wrote in his report. He tied a gun to a string and attached it to the weather balloon. It meant once the shot was fired, the weather balloon ascended, carrying the weapon from the scene. And, uh, yeah, so that was his whole strategy, I guess, was to just have the weapon disappear or something. Mm -hmm. The weapon has never been found, leading police to conclude it was carried to the Atlantic Ocean. Oh. So somewhere in the Atlantic, some 
Gun Dolphin got a gun land on his head or something. To, sorry to gang. <laughs> Plus the captain and all the whales. It's, it's like uh, that one, the Titanic movie. Oh, God. Yeah. Not, not the good one. The, yeah. There's a bad one. Yeah, there's, there's like a gang of sharks and... Oh, yeah. yeah. There there are cartoon movies based on the Titanic. It's second <laughs> That's all you have to it. know. Huh? That's the second time I mentioned Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking that, too. This is the Titanic episode. You can never get too much Titanic, I guess. Um, well, if you're doing the animated one, yeah. Yeah. And, and there's a rapping dog in that one, too. <laughs> oh, movie. God, yeah, there's a rapping dog in it. What is it called? It's just Titanic... Uh, the, um... The animated musical, I think? <laughs> the animated musical. Yeah, first, you shouldn't make Titanic a musical. So It's not it's like a, a, it's a tragedy. happy it's go lucky story. It's yeah. like making a musical out of, like, the Manson murders. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You don't want to make a musical out of a, uh, a tragedy. Yeah. I mean, it's, something that bad. It's just not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, one last thing that's kind of funny here is that makes it pretty obvious what happened. Mm -hmm. In a voice search that uh, Mr. Abrahamson did on his phone in July of last year, he asked straight up, can life assurance companies deny payment for suicide? So he, like, literally asked it, like, can I get away with what I'm going to do later on? And I wonder that, if he did. That's just the sign of a 71-year-old, because he probably didn't think it could be traced. Like, technology could easily trace everything you search. And yeah. Everything. Like, my phone's listening to me right now, I'm sure, because they always do that weird shit where you say something, and then Google's like, oh, were you talking about this? Like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's like a, um, on those um, Facebook ads, or like you like like two things and then like make a shirt about it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, I got I got one recently mm -hmm. where it's like it was like an eagle in in, in the state of Texas, and <laughs> yeah. it was like something about like uh, like outside my home, but like still an Eagles fan or something. At heart or some shit I like that. Yeah, those targeted ads are so ridiculous. And some of them, and some of them are good. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna lie. Yeah, but there was one that was like, I got one that was like, if it's a Sunday, it was like so specific. It's like, if it's a Sunday, I'm either watching the Spurs or The Walking Dead. So <laughs> leave me alone. Corgis or something like it. Just <laughs> yeah, just Khaleesi as a corgi. Yeah, they just combine all your interests. I'm, I'm sure people listening can identify if they have a Facebook and you have like likes on Facebook and stuff yeah. or you put interests on your profile you'll start getting stuff like that and I remember you had one that was like it's like I'd rather be with my court oh no maybe I had one or my sister had one someone had one that was like about like a corgi and pizza or something like that and I was like yeah that's just a little too on the nose like <laughs> yeah and no one's gonna wear that I'm not going to wear a sweater that says, leave me alone, I'm watching Walking Dead or a Spurs game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, you know what, I don't get it, but... Yeah, phones, bottom line phones, stop listening to us, okay? Yeah, stop suggesting things I might like, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I guess that concludes our murder episode. <laughs> then we started talking about technology and ranting against it. So, okay, so did he get the life insurance thing, or...? Obviously not. No. <laughs> They found out what he did, so his, his family's out of luck. That sucks. I mean, not really. He, he 
tried to pull a fast one on insurance companies. Why can't they have far away? They did it for his family. Yeah, well, be smarter about it. <laughs> That's like the whole theme yeah. of this podcast is like, if you're going to do something, be smart about it. Yeah, if you're going to kill yourself, be smart about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think we got our next quote. <laughs> um, but really, don't commit suicide. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Um, There's a hot, like hotlines and stuff like that. Yeah, that's not how life insurance works, guys. Yeah. Um, and there's no suicide insurance, so and for good reason. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't commit suicide. That's that's all I'm asking. Insert the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew. And on that note, all right. Let's let's uh, let's call it here. Raise your glass. Vulgar refill. Bye, everybody. Bye. What do you mean bye? You're supposed to do your bye. Okay. That was not the long version. Did okay. you already stop it? Yeah. Aw, oh, damn it. <laughs> Alright, come over to my mic and go bye. Just kidding. <laughs> Alright, bye everyone.